Inbox me, um, Instagram me or something. You know, let me know. I'm looking for looking for things to do and people to hang out with. So new people and new new situations and all that stuff. So, but we're back, and I'm one of your hosts, Sex with Ashley, and my wonderful co-host, Crystal the Oracle. We are here with new Ho and Tell stories for season three. I think the stories this season are pretty, pretty good. I think so too. I feel like this whole season is like deep, you know? Yeah. Like, We've got some new takes on stuff. Some more people have called in. And so today, well, hold on, Crystal. So Crystal, what's been up with you this these months nothing girl I've been just acting right and uh being an angel and all of those things that I do on a regular basis everything and nothing yeah. same old same old that's probably not true <laughs> that's not true Crystal because <laughs> I feel like on this show I'm the only person who talks about like my what I'm doing. Crystal's always like, I don't do that. I'm not gonna discuss that. All of a sudden it'll be like, oh yes, I've done that before. And it's like, yeah, out the food. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, really, Crystal, have you? <laughs> you never talk about it. Oh, I didn't know that that was Cohen. I thought that was being a normal person and their sexual existence. So whole story before we get into the, the story so I'm a quick one right quick so I'm new to Atlanta I needed to get my hair cut right I have no barbers brand speaking new so um I decided to get on tinder you know just to see what I see see what I find and the barbers in Atlanta are booked out like a week in advance like well I'm used to you know I can call the day and get a point for tomorrow or the next right. day but not like a whole weekend event. So y'all out here book a weekend event. So I'm like, okay, shit, I can't get a haircut. I need a haircut. So this dude on Tinder I met, he owns barbershops in the city of Atlanta. Come on, owner. I know, Thank owner. I was like, barbers so, always got cash money. You understand? It'd be greasy, yeah. but a barber will pull out like 620s and hand it to you real fast. They really do. <laughs> so I was like, I had I had talking to him. I was like, so do you have any openings at, at your shop like tomorrow? And he was like, sure what time do you need to come I was like oh 12 o'clock so he's like okay cool so he, he's the owner so he doesn't actually cut hair he just owns the shop so he's like yeah I'll you know text my barber blah blah put you in so he put me in okay. the next day 12 o'clock so I get the 12 o'clock do ready I was the first person he had right get, I know all tender like dude did my hair great right did my hair great so the owner the dude from tinder 
walks in round time. I was almost finished. Pays due for my haircut. So I, I was a free haircut. I ain't gonna pay for it. Praise the Lord. We like it so far. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, then we was talking and he was like, oh, you know, um, you know, when can I see you later? I'm like, you know, you can see me, you can see me later. Cool. And I don't have nothing else to do. Well, I said, I had an event to go to after the event, then, you know, we can hang out. So I called him after the event. He came over. Now I realized in hindsight, that probably was not the smartest idea because I don't know this nigga. Right. But, you know, I, I had a knife by the bed handy and some mace. So, so you know, whatever. But anyway, he, he came over and, you know, um, and so we had sex, right? <laughs> and it was so disappointing because, like, it was disappointing, right? I mean, you know, I ain't had sex in a minute. So, I mean, like a week or so. So I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. It's so disappointing because he's one of those people, He's he has extra girth, so he's really, really girthy and wide, right? So when and people in my, for me, huh? That's good. Um, Yes and no. So like when you're girthy, more girthy than average, and maybe with my vagina opening, it's going to take a lot of stimulation to make sure that it goes smoothly. Mm-hmm. We're not tearing all that stuff. So I had lube handy. I have lube handy almost with regular any type of sex. But his he was really girthy. Like he was like really really wide. Um. So dude didn't want to do no foreplay. Didn't do no foreplay. Right. He just wanted to stick it into a warm hole. Um. So he sticks it into this warm hole, and then he's one of those people. It takes him a while to be finished. I'm like, okay, can we hurry up this? Can we get this? Can we get this? done um yeah and then when he was done tonight took like an hour i don't think it was that long though i think i was just like out of it he was like can we do this again like tomorrow and i'm like mm, i'll let you know <laughs> tell me you didn't uh move past ho and tell the podcast rule number one actually like i didn't know we had rules i didn't what's the rule number one? lick it before you stick it and typically, that's what works. That's what I do. Typically, that's what I do. But, you know, I, he was new, and I wasn't about to suck his dick. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> because like, then, then you might want me to suck your dick. I don't know where your dick is. I just met you yesterday. Like, so, no. So, but, I, you know, but I've had people who who most most do, even if you don't suck their dick, they, they eat your coochie or do something to, like, get it going. Um. You know, he tried to kiss my neck, which is cool, but you need a little more stimulation. I do a little more stimulation than a little kiss here, a little kiss there, like you know, whatever. So I was like, all right, let's see what this, this what this penis is about. And again, it wasn't horrible. It just I think it would have been better if it was like if I was really, really like into it because I wasn't really into it. And he's like literally like a third leg. He's very like a tree trunk. Wow, birthday. And then you know, there's that too. And and oh, and the nigga they call no condom. Let me tell you that. I was like, you have a condom. He's like, no. I'm like, nigga, I don't even know you. I have some right here. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Like, like, how you come to fuck with no problem? You feel like it's worth getting to know him? No, I don't want to have sex with him anymore. So what about the haircut? Well, I'm still going back to his (laughs) barbershop. Oh, I'm going, I have an appointment next week. I will be going back there weekly because the the barber was like, I can come every Tuesday at 12. That's my new, that's my new appointment time. Bet. I will be going back there every every Tuesday at 12. Fuck the owner. Like, you know, whatever. You're not cutting my hair. It doesn't matter. Um, your barber cuts my hair and he does a very good job and he's friendly. So cool. Well, <laughs> hotels. I don't have any hotels, Ashley. I've been a little bit cuffed. Yeah, you are on a relationship mode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about words. I don't know about words. Don't put the words on me, but you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
it's cute. I'm, you know, I'm happy and those kinds of things. Well, that's good. And, and quite that's monogamous. That's good for you. That's interesting, but you know, very interesting. You know, it is what it is. So let's get into the story of today. So who are we talking about today? Oh, we are talking about uh, Miss Little and her drunk one night stand. Oh, okay. Miss Little. So you guys into Miss Little's story and we'll be right back. How are you, Miss Little? I'm well. How are you? I am good. I am good. So, yeah, um, I'm interested to see what this whole entail is about. Okay. So, I'm at the professional. I'd say maybe it's been about, wow, i say six years ago. So, I met him at a, a, a social event or whatever at this local bar. Um, he was looking amazing, smelled good, just everything was sexy. We were dancing, we were drinking, dancing and drinking. Um, he was grinding up all on me, so I was like, yeah, all right, I'm about to take this down tonight. That's what I was thinking in my mind. I'm sure he's going to say the same thing. So, needless to say, we ended up leaving together and meeting at a hotel. When I say he gave me all the dick, he gave me all the dick answer. Okay? And so, um, this was a person that you, you did not know before? No, I did know him before. Oh, but okay. Like, I knew him before, like, we knew each other, like, back in the day, but we never looked at each other like that. So, when I saw him again, I was like, damn, he's looking really good. You know, I guess he was like, I was looking good, and we just, we were drinking, and just flirting, and whatever the case may be, we had a really good time, you know. So, we ended up going back to the hotel, um, vibes were just, I it, probably because I was drunk, too, and he was drunk, so we were just, the sex was amazing. Like, really good sex. Like, he was just, it, it was amazing. Fire. Okay? So, I was like, all right, I just think it's a one-night stand. We just spent the night together. Get up in the morning. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll holler at you whenever. You know, I thought it was, you know, hit and quit. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. I, I, I'll see you when I see you. And um, that was it. So, I just so happened to be scrolling through Instagram. Maybe, like, a week later. And... Come to find out, he because I knew he was on vacation. So come to find out, he's on vacation. Not only is he on vacation, but he has a whole pregnant fiance that he forgot to mention. Ha, uh-huh. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay, but I can't feel myself with because like it is what it is. Right. You could have told me you had a pregnant girlfriend. Oh, fiance. At that point, they were they were dating. He proposed to her in Puerto Rico. Well, whatever. <laughs> okay. So they went on vacation, he proposed, and now that's his fiance. But here he go with my DM to once he get back from vacation. All right, what's good? Can we link up? Now mind you, in the back of my mind, I'm already like, okay, well, he didn't tell me about this girl or whatever. So already you already playing dirty. You know, like you could just told me and then right. you decided I wanted to fuck with you or not. So he knew that eventually. I was gonna see it, yeah. I didn't get to that part. Okay, so then <laughs> Uh, so we ended up linking up after that. I mean, the dick was good. But don't judge me. So we ended up linking up after that. And so first thing he said to me, so you're not going to wish me congratulations? Oh, so you know I know. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, you bold, bold. I was like, congratulations. Like, first of all, you didn't tell me nothing about this. And I'm just taking the whole night out with me. So, like, where did you go home and tell her? Like, now I want to know, you know, what the case may be. 
needless to say, we're having sex that night. Okay. <laughs> we're having sex that night. And it, then from there, it became like a once-a-week thing um, for two or three years. And when I say like once-a-week, once a week, like we had weekly appointments that were scheduled. I called for meetings, not meetings, meetings. And um, we would have sex everywhere. So, so I have questions. So I have a question. <laughs> so one, the question is, so where did his fiance, girlfriend, baby mama think he was at? He never gave me a legit answer because like I said, you know, like when you when you're talking with somebody who is in a relationship, they have to tip out by a certain time. It's like, all right, well, I gotta be out before two o'clock, you know, because then she goes out and No, girl, he was staying the whole night, waking up in the morning, eating breakfast with me and everything. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Right? And they were so living I, and they were living together or no? Yeah. I had a whole bought a house together. They were like together together. So he, so, so <laughs> y'all were doing this once a week and like, did he ever mention like why? Like what's his girlfriend not doing no. on it or no. just wanted? He never, like never, like he never said, I, I think it was the idea of having the best of both worlds. Like she looked picture perfect right. and like every aspect, like she was like prim, like she was school teacher. You know, like just really like, and then here I am, this live out loud hoe, basically, and just like, <laughs> right. And he was just like, I got the best of both worlds, you know. So whatever. But by this time, we had already been having sex with each other, you know, consistently. And um, then it got to the summer. That's when the real like craziness happened. Like he was having threesomes and shit, like. <laughs> bad threesomes like it was just was wild i don't even know how it got there i just know that we were fucking like porn stars and it just was good it was just amazing he must i'm, I'm just gonna come to my own conclusion like i he like he must could not be as free with his girlfriend that he could that's what i'm thinking yeah that's what i'm thinking like because if it was because if it was a one you know, like a a mm-hmm. one time thing or a couple of things time thing. Cool, but this went on for how long? This went on for about three years because in between us, had like doing this back and forth, they had two additional kids. Oh wow! Yeah, so like yeah, so like but what happened was we would be having sex every week, and then I'd be like, all right, I'm getting bored with it. I'm like, all right, this getting like whatever routine or whatever. You know, like it's just getting like boring to me. So I was like, fuck it, when, I'm, when I want more dick, I'll holler at you. And I think that was fucking with him too, because he was used to people chasing him. Uh-huh. And I would say, like, we would have sex, and then especially once I realized that he had a whole situation at home, we would have sex, and he would fall asleep. And I gotta say this, men not be cheating, they be sleeping so well, they sleep like they don't have a care in the world. Like, bro, I said ass looking at him like, so you not worried that you have to be up in a little bit? Like, you sleeping peacefully. <laughs> and I think this also brings up a good conversation because I posted this on um, Facebook not so long ago talking about, like, the other woman. Because, you know, people under this misconception that women who cheat with men either can't get a man on their own, mm-hmm. have low self-esteem, um, 
are miserable and like this whole other list of things that are not true now now it does apply to some people yes Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of people are just doing things because they want to so like can you say to that so you were doing it for three years so i'm sure there's people gonna be listening to this and wonder why was she with that dude he had a whole family for three years was she not able to find somebody else where you date other people Mm -hmm. why i was no i was dating other people I continue to date. I still did what I wanted to do. Um, for me, and I, I joke, I lovingly call myself the professional side chick because I tend to lean more towards guys who are in a relationship only because I like the freedom that I can, it's, I cut it off when I don't, you know, like when I don't want to deal with you no more and it benefits me. Like I don't have to give you all the, like all the relationship stuff. I don't have to deal with the extra if I come to being your girlfriend or your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. We go out, we have a good time. I'm getting the best of you, pretty much. Like, I'm getting the best side of you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't have to do all the actionness that your wife or your girlfriend has to do. I'm getting the best you. Because when you come to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you come to me, you are, we're going out, we're having a good time, we're laughing, we're going places, we're doing things, and we're having amazing sex. Right. So, I don't know. Like, it just works for me. And it's not that I can't find a man of my own, like, I was in a whole situation for years, you know, like, so it just not like I can't find my own man. For me, I just like having the freedom of somebody else's man. <laughs> That's fucked up, but it, <laughs> no, <laughs> I get it. It kind of is fucked up, but I understand it. <laughs> and I understand it from this, from your, what you said, because when you're the girlfriend, you have to put, or the wife, you have to deal with all of him. You no, know, the, mm-hmm. put with the attitude and all the other stuff, putting up behind them. I, uh, that when you are just the side chick or whatever, you only see him for whenever that is. And, you know, for the most part, he's not really like in a bad mood, not complaining. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You just deal with the, like I said, the best of him at that moment. At that moment. And then I send him home. I, I get to send him right back to you. And he's happier than before he left with you. Like, I don't know. I just, that's just, I don't, it's, it's fucked up, but that's just the way, like, it works for me. It, it really does. Um, Eventually, will I get tired of it? Uh, probably, but right now it works for me, and that situation really worked for me. Like we had a really good time together. We go out, we do shit. Like I met his friends. Like he, like they knew about me, so it was like confusing for me. I was like, okay, so eventually you're not worried about finding out, or you just don't care. Like he invited me to the baby showers, to the christening. Did I go? No. Oh, okay. Did you go? (laughs) I wasn't. I was not stepping in that woman's house. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Why would he invite you to the baby shower? Men are stupid. Like I, I just wouldn't. I would never do that. He invited me to the baby shower, to the christening. Like, oh, you coming through? I was like, you know, I'm not coming through. You know, that's not gonna happen. That's just disrespectful on a whole nother level. Bad enough you're dealing with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Well, at least you have some tact. I, you know, even I'm classy. Even when you're doing shit, you know it's wrong. It's the right way to do it. And like just being all over my house is not the way to do that. No, no, no. And I swear, if she ever hit me with like, I'd be like, nope, I don't know who you're talking about. And I, I'm like, don't ask me, ask your man. So what happened that you guys end up breaking up or whatever? Um, what ended up happening, uh, I just got tired. I just got tired of it. I just, um, I think he started to catch feelings because I would post like shit about like being with other people and um he used to be like, Oh, so what's up with that? And like, you know, like started to ask me like about who I was seeing and who I was in with. So he started to feel some type of way and his ego couldn't handle it. 
and I, he really wanted me all to himself, and it, that wasn't the arrangement. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was just like, I kind of just faded, you know, was like, oh, you know, he would call, and I'm like, oh, I can't, I'm busy, you know, and then eventually he just stopped asking. <laughs> right, and that go back to the point, too, because also on that same thread on Facebook, you know, people, I had said that, you know, men, well, people in general are capable mm-hmm. of loving, liking multiple people at the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Clearly, if he's dealing with you for three years, like this at this point is beyond a sex thing. Uh-huh. Uh, because you know, sex gets old real quick. So mm-hmm. if you've been with me for years, that means that there's something about me that you like. Like while mm-hmm. I'm around for X, you know, for a certain amount of time. Um uh-huh. and so I just think that's really interesting because like I say a lot of a lot of women have this notion that because you're the other woman, there's something lacking or that, you know, the men don't, don't really care about you. And that's not the case. That's not, that really isn't always the case. That really, I feel like men, they'll fuck with somebody else and it'll, it could be just sex. Right. Right. And then they'll, they might cut double back a couple of times and it still might just be about the sex. But eventually, like, as much as they try to act like they don't give a fuck, eventually, like, they start to care. Especially because, like, when I'm with somebody... I'm listening to like whatever they got on their mind. Like it's easy for them to talk to me. If that makes sense. I think that's why the emotion kind of got into it. Like he would bitch to me about work. He would pitch me business ideas and I'm cheering him on. And that I mean, I'm not saying, but that just says a lot about when you're in a relationship with somebody and you get comfortable. Like you gotta be on that person's cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Sometimes, especially men, because I feel like men like children. You need to like talk to them probably like they're kids. Like, oh, you're the best kid ever, you know? Right, right. <laughs> like, 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 damn. You know, like you're just so great. Oh my gosh, look at what you created, you know? So I feel like they need that the ego boost a lot, you know, often. So sometimes we're like as partners, we're not giving it to them. I feel like that's for anybody. I'm not just saying men, just anybody in general, because we get comfortable, we get complacent. And that's where, you know, shit happens. I don't know. This question probably will be um, brought up. Like, do you Mm -hmm. feel that because you, you know, are this professional side chick, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. like, do you feel that one day, whenever you get tired of doing that and you want to have a relationship, do you feel that, karma will come to bite you in the ass like how do you do you feel like this is going you're going to see this again the way i look at it because i i in my personal like real life relationships i tend to be polyamorous so um i understand that it's possible to love two people i more than one person let me not say two people more than one person i believe that it's possible to really love this person and then see something like this is you know I'm feeling this person over here is, you know, as long as I have that communication with my partner, I feel like I'm not concerned about it. You know, because I'm very upfront and like really honest about a lot of shit. And that's probably why I'm like, you like a lot of people can't handle it because it's like, I'm going to tell you, all right, well, this is what I think. Like if I agree together and I see somebody that I'm interested in and I might want to say, I'm going to tell you like, hey, if this is what it is, are you down for it or not? Yeah. I'm giving you the option. It's when you don't give the person the option to say whether they're down or not, that's going to become the issue. I agree. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not open and honest about it, then, you know, that's when people are like, oh, you don't feel bad about it. I don't, oh, no, because it's, I'm not in a relationship with the person. It's the other person. The two people in a relationship, it's their job to have that conversation about that. It's, it's got nothing to do with me. 
and that's how I feel too. Cause I told someone, um, somebody was like, well, do you, what do you feel bad? And I say, women, we have this, this imaginary sisterhood moral clause that we, mm-hmm. women that we don't even know to, mm-hmm. and that we do not hold our, our men to. I was mm-hmm. like, I, it's not my responsibility to worry or to to check in about you and your relationship slash marriage that's your job you are who is committed you're the person who made vows you're the person who in a relationship with this person so Mm -hmm. like not my job to like not care but not care i mean that's that's not my position no no it it, it isn't and it's like I, I don't. I don't feel like it's my job to be checking in on your relationship. Like, and that's one of the rules I implement whenever I'm with somebody. Like, yo, what happens at home, I really don't need to know. All I really care, all I really care about is what you go, what's going on with you and what's going on in your mind. Like, that's it. I'm here for you. I don't need to know what's going on at home. You have an issue with the kids. You have an issue with wifey. I don't need to know that. You leave that at the door. When you're here with me, it's, you know, it's just us and we're just how doing whatever we do. And then you take that shit out. When you leave, you take that shit with you <laughs> Period. I listen. I, <laughs> I listen. I can. I agree. I agree with that. If I'm going to be the other person, I don't. I don't really. I don't care about the other stuff that has nothing to do with me. What I'm concerned oh. about is when you're with me and you're giving me whatever you know attention. Mm-hmm. You know whatever we agree to. Your presence and what you do with other people. It, that is not my concern, boo. Exactly. I mean, and at the end of the day, she got like three kids out of me being with him. Because whenever I stopped sleeping with him, they ended up getting pregnant. She ended up getting pregnant. So, you know, I don't know. That sounds fucked up, but it's the truth. You know, but I'd always know, like, you know, it would be like clockwork. Because it's like, you were not fucking with me until you really fucking with her more. So now, you know, she popped it up pregnant. I'm like, oh, congratulations again on the baby number three. <laughs> you know? Like, so is, are they still together? Do you still talk to him? Even though y'all don't... They, they're still together. He still flies my DMs. He does. He does still fly my DMs. So he missed me. And you know how they do. Yeah. All that shit. You know, but um, I feel like we had a good time. Just, you know, cherish the memory and keep it moving. <laughs> You said because this is we're over, boo. Yeah, the good times. Yeah, like you know, the church that was our time. We had a good time together. You know, enjoy. You know, just think back on the good times we had, and that's it. And I mean, we. If I saw him in the street, I would say what's up to him. Like he was just a friend and kept it moving out to you. They're like, hey, you know, I'm like hi, and right. kept it. And it would be no looks, no nothing. They just be like, I. <laughs> This 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 has been a very and it's, I said it's, it's interesting because I just had this conversation on Facebook. Um, really? Yeah, but the most of the people who were who I had a conversation with were like wives or like long term girlfriends. So you know they were a little butt hurt, um, and I can get I get it. You know, I, I get it. But yeah, listen, I get it too. Like I like when I, I was a wife, I'm, I'm divorced, but I was a wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um. I think that's really where, but my marriage just got fucked up. Like he was doing whatever, I was doing whatever, so like, it was already open. <laughs> but like, but one like, um, but when I did care and it wasn't like we weren't on that term where I was like, all right, you do whatever, I do whatever. But of course, safely—that's keyword, you know. Like 
checking in like you test and use the condoms, like you know, all that stuff. Like it got to that point, but eventually it just didn't work out anymore. And um when I did care, absolutely I was hurt. But then it was like, damn, I have to look at myself like, you know what? Um it, like what am I gonna cry about it? What am like what am I gonna do? Are you gonna be the one to stay and make it work and just realize this is just part of your relationship? Or do you gonna, you know, it's, it's really on you to make the decision, but you don't got nothing to do with me because I like the whole thing holding the other chicks up. And I was like, I can't even be mad at you because it's not you. I, I, you don't owe anything to me. Right. You know, you don't owe nothing to me. So it was like, I don't even know I'm having a conversation with you, girl. I was like, well, do you know, I just want to make sure that y'all being seen. And then it was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I know I'm calling you. <laughs> like, I'm just... I, said, I, said, so I just want to make sure. Like, I go to the doctor's next month. I want to make sure you know. <laughs> I can be Lino. Ain't nothing going to pop up. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and that's just it. Um, but, and that's how I believe why I came to this. Like, I'm not a monogamous person. I probably will never, I've never been a monogamous person. I tried to do the whole monogamy thing. It just never worked for me. And so this is who I am. And I, I embrace it totally. Well, that's good. That's good that you're able to embrace who you are. I, you know, because I go back and forth on if I'm monogamous or not. Um, I think I'm monogamish. I don't know if I'm monogamous. I'm monogamous to the point of I'll be with one person forever. Ever, yeah. I don't. I'm just saying, if the if the dick is slapping, I might be monogamous for a while. That time we, you know, we do that because if you beating it down and just you know. <laughs> My pussy will be monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! My pussy will be monogamous. The rest of me, eh, like I'm gonna go on a date or two, but don't worry, I ain't hurting nobody. My <laughs> mouth might not be monogamous because you know that shit. Sometimes it happens. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I can't guarantee. What's I going can't on. guarantee, but my pussy will be it will be monogamous. <laughs> Well, I thank you for sharing your your whole and tell. This was a good one. No problem. I, I, look, I have to keep it real with you. And that's how we like to keep it over here at Hotel. We like we like it real. We don't have time for no no fake and all the other shit. We like it real. So we have a professional side chick, right? The reason why I like this episode is because people really think that everybody who's a side chick is a side chick because they can't get a man or because they sad, they broken down, they lonely. And some people just like not being tied down. And it's like your man when he went, because when people don't understand when, when a man has a side chick, he gives his best self to you his side You know what? Chick. That was the part that like really, you, she was like the stuff that happens at home, all that negotiations, all of the stuff like like in normal everyday life, they leave that alone. And it's yeah. just fun and it's happy and it's good sex. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You don't gotta you don't gotta figure out communication or loading the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I like it, and even some side chick you go on vacation, you know, like he, he's paying bills or whatever so that's how the story begins like she's talking about she's on vacation they out there they getting drunk they kind of knew each other from the past he smelled good i just need to comment like ain't that smelt good one to get you that smelt good will get you we need a cologne place to sponsor us if you're listening and you want to sponsor ho and tell uh aqua (laughs) digio i love a nigga who smelled good what's yours Terry Mugler's um, Amen. I, Ooh. Have you ever smelled that? 
I have not, but the way you're describing it and, and all these hand gestures <laughs> makes me want to go, go, go to the store and find it. Good Lord. Oh God. <laughs> Chanel blue. Okay. Anyway, that smell good will get you for sure. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think people, women have this misconception about side chicks and they feel like we're all, uh, people are all lonely. And like, I've been a side chick before in several situations. I knew it, but wanted it to be something different. That's one situation. And then I knew it and, and was okay with what it was. I didn't want to be, I wanted you to stay with whoever you were with. Like, I didn't want you to be right. anything other than what this is. Like, I was okay with that. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't from a place of low self-esteem. It's just, I just didn't want you like that, like right. that. I don't know that I've ever told this story, but I was polyamorous. So I was married and I had somebody that I dated and uh, mm-hmm. he and I had dated for a year and he would tell me all the time that he wasn't interested in finding a primary partner. I was like, please go find a primary partner. Like that's the only way this is going to last long term. And he's like, no, I'm not interested. Like I'm focused on my work and we, what we have is nice. And so literally I would spend the night at this man's house, like twice a week, like, and it was was all consensual on my end. Like everybody knew what was going on, right? And one day mm-hmm. we had decided to take like a trip on a, for a weekend away. And he told me, he was a musician. <laughs> that might be the first red flag. But he told me that he was going to mm-hmm. be at a recording session. And they had recording sessions all the time. There were some that I had even been to, but they would go late into the night. And I was like, okay. So I met up at his house and we had sex. And then I was like, I to go to sleep or whatever. And... Uh, I'm like, all I remember is like waking up out of my sleep with like ruckus in the front. I was like, what's happening? Well, apparently the recording session was his primary partner who had been out drinking with her girls because he was in a recording session with me and had decided to come by her man's house just to be playful. And he got a whole woman in the bed that he and I had been in a relationship for a year. He he apparently met her two weeks after meeting me. They were planning to have like a baby together. Like she had like met his family. Like he was in a whole primary partner. So she didn't know that he was poly. She didn't know that he was poly or that I existed at all. Oh, wow. So what happened to them? So... Well, I mean, what happened to them was at first she was like, you need to block her. You needed this. Me and her had a really, um, really, a couple of really good conversations. She actually is a a pretty well-known influencer. She's got like 60 or 70,000 followers at the time. That was probably a year ago. And, uh, and she had like gotten onto her close friends, close friends group on Instagram, which was like 4,000 people or something. And told that like described this beautiful brown skinned woman that was like in her man's bed. And like one of my friends was one of her close friends and came back and like told me like, is this what happened? But anyway, they tried to make it work for a couple months. And and he was like, I'm going to try to make it work here. And, you know, obviously that hurt my feeling, not hurt my feelings, but, you know, I had to get over the breakup, you know, Mm -hmm. suddenly or whatever. And then um, after a couple months, he was like, I can't stomach her without you being around. Like, I don't like her like that. So they broke up and he and I just started dating again, but that time a lot more casually. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we dated for probably a year longer. 
until uh, we were out on a trip and I woke up with him going through my phone. And I was like, how are you gonna go through my phone? Uh, Cause if you go through my phone, you're gonna see evidence that I'm dating other people. But like, why, why wouldn't you just, like, I'm the one that's been honest this whole time. Right. And it right. just so happened that in my phone, I had an extraordinary dick pic that I had recently gotten and he just couldn't get over it. Uh-huh. So he's one of those men who is poly, but doesn't want you to be poly. He wants you to be just with him, but he wants the option to do other I mean, things. I think he's just a pathological liar, but it was weird oh. because it was like for a whole year, <laughs> neither one of us had even a clue. Like for a whole year, this woman met his mama, his grandma. They went on trips together. The whole time I think he's in shows, he sent me like videos of him like in rehearsals and she's sitting there in the rehearsal too. I mean. You know, niggas are good at lying. (laughs) They good at lying now. I listen, I've had dudes tell me, I've had a dude show me like he was, out of town somewhere, let's say something of the state, and show and send me photos and, and pictures of, of what he was doing. But I didn't, I, unbeknownst to me, there was a whole chick sitting over there. Didn't know that until later on. Like, oh, so you was here with her. You sending me pictures <laughs> of this and you there with a bitch? Like, why are we right. doing this? Anyway, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that make you want to be a professional side chick. And then this uh, situation, apparently brother ended up posting on Instagram. He had a whole fiance after their encounter. And then asked her to congratulate him. So can we talk about boldness? And niggas don't have nothing else. They have the audacity. <laughs> okay. They do. If they don't have nothing else, they have audacity. And like, no, you don't do that. Like, it's just certain things you just don't do. And that's, I'm not going to ask somebody to congratulate me. At first, I, would, I mean, if you happen to do it, fine. But I'm not going to be asking for it. But so she said they had sex for once a week for about two or three years. I think he was Polly. Mm-hmm. I think I so think like he was Polly. You think so? I mean, I've been in a situation where I didn't know as we just talked about, but I think she probably knew two or three years. This is what I think. I think women have this feeling of something's going on, but a lot of us sometimes don't want to know, so we just don't dig any deeper. We just like let it just whatever. Like we know this ain't this don't that story you told us don't really sound right. Like that don't sound like, but we just don't ask no questions. Wow. Yeah. But trifling. Trifling. Why would you behave this way? It's very interesting. I mean, it was almost like he kind of got off on, you know, kind of the dynamic. Like he- like the other um, one from last season, like the one, you know, he wanted her to come to like the wedding and stuff like that's so disrespectful. Like if you have, if I'm your side chick, keep me separate from that. Like if I had a man, we were open or whatever. She, we not friends. You and you and me and Sheila ain't friends. That's just your friend. She's not my friend. So Sheila don't need to be at none of the family stuff. She don't need to be nothing that we having. Uh, you keep Sheila over there and y'all do y'all stuff, but she don't come over here. Like when she see me in town, don't speak to me. Something I don't know. You. Kitchen table polyamory. Um, and mm-hmm. if I if I decide to live polyamorously again, I think I would want kitchen table polyamory, which means everybody does know everybody. Like you could walk into your house and your partner's metamor be sitting in your house and you know her and everybody. Like I would want total transparency, but I think it's because of my experiences. I feel like, do you feel, so we, you can be transparent 
would I, I feel like you can be transparent. Like if I had a husband, we would probably like I can I can know who his girlfriend is. Like I know what she looks like. I know her name. But do I really need to know? Like does she really need to be in my space? Right. And I mean that's kind of the way that I interacted with like my husband and our partners um, at the time. Like it was like I knew who this yeah. person was in the case of an emergency. Like she could pull my phone right. and like I would know what was going on. But I think um, it's just a breeding ground, in my opinion, for like insecurity more than need. So for me, it's like if she's cool enough to be my metamorph, then we need to be cool, cool. Like okay. I'm, I'm with that. Plus, you know, I'm as bisexual as they come, so. You know, can she be cute too? And then maybe we could trio sometimes, like all of those things. <laughs> okay. Well, I think if I were to ever do it again. Well, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, we want to hear your side chick stories. So if anyone else has a side chick story that they want to share on Whole and Sale, um, go to our website and sign up for or email us or inbox us or something and let us know you want to tell a story and then we'll send you the link to record your story because i'm just curious i just like hearing about everybody's sex life because i'm nosy and i like to hear about people who have been side chicks because everybody experienced not That's the same exactly right so good so so good